City After Dark with Kyle and Colby. Welcome to a very special event, ladies and gentlemen. The inaugural episode of City After, After Dark. Dark. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to uh, the first episode of City After Dark. I'm your host, Colby, along with my best buddy, Kyle. Uh, we're we are going to get right into this. Um, we're coming right off of the Champions League win against Real Madrid, uh, a 4-3 show. That was, what a match. It was a hell of a match. I mean, from, from, just, from just the city perspective, like, I mean, you know, I predicted a scoreline relative to that. Um, you predicted pretty four close two. to that, too. Yeah, 4-2, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, we expected the goals to be there. Um, Absolutely. And frankly, I mean, fuck. Giving up that penalty was just bad. But the other two goals, I mean, those are legit. Like, you're just playing that tier of a fucking team. Like, what are you going to do? Well, one of those goals, one of those goals could have been avoided. Um, now that, I mean... That's not me putting anything on I mean, Kyle realistically, Walker. Both of them could have been, but realistically, but that one by uh, Vinicius, that was if Kyle Walker was there, that wouldn't have happened. J- just flat out. Honestly, I was kind of surprised that like we didn't see some classic Fernandinho go down and him just be like and knock him the fuck down for that trying awesome. that shit. That and that's awesome. that's normal. I mean, that's what I would have done. Like, yo, you want to nutmeg me? Well, you're going on fucking sit on the ground real quick. Um, but and that's kind of what I expected from him. But like, yeah, you know, what are you gonna do? It was it was a great fucking move on that level. What I would actually say the problem was because you know at that same time we are pressing, we are running right up onto you, so it's giving that that leeway. I mean, that's why we saw all of those nutmegs today. Yeah, it's, it's allowing for them to like make that move um but in that same token what we should have seen was you know you saw that diaz was caught out like he wasn't making that run but laporte still had the fucking pursuit angle and just didn't cut in right if he had made that move in on and like and it was kind of like switch sides with diaz for a second to just to cut that off different story yeah um but you know it, it is what it is um you know, then we can talk about the Benzema goal where like, shit. that's, that's a, that's, that's the kind of goal that you see where it's somebody who truly a has the talent to do it, but B like when they see it, like see the shot, you know, it's, that's what it was just, it was a good shot. It was a great it was. goal. It was. And let's go back to the beginning of the match though. Like, I mean, it's thing started off with a, well, bam, Kevin De Bruyne with a header. Uh, yeah, the fastest ever in the semifinal. Fastest ever in a city final or a Champions League final, yeah. Right. Champions yeah. League semifinal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was incredible. And that really I mean, I was screaming. I was running around my house singing Kevin De Bruyne. Uh I was not ready for like <laughs> that rapid onslaught. And then, no. and then we were kind of spoiled, and you could it was even like the like the players were feeling like looking spoiled. Like it was like, come on, guys, like two is not a fucking nuff. No. No, it wasn't. I um, I understood the way that Pep strategized this game. 
uh, especially being that we were out two of our starting 11. You saw a lot through the the first quarter of the second half or the third quarter of play. Um, he slowed he slowed the tempo down, which I really appreciated. I really appreciate when he does that. But also at the same time, you kind of saw Real starting to park the bus a little bit. But what what that enabled for the rest of the play, especially with Fernandinho coming in, um, because let's be honest. I love Dino, but Dino can get gassed real fast. And yeah. he, for as much sprinting as he did um, just in the second half, I'm not even, I'm not surprised, or I'm kind of surprised, excuse me, I'm kind of surprised that he wasn't even rotated out. Um, I mean, he was subbed in, so you'd hope. He was, like- right, he was subbed in, but I'm saying, I'm surprised that Pat <laughs> didn't sub somebody else out, swing him in, move them over, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, because it, he had some really good splashing play for us uh, tonight, but it was just it wasn't enough defensively. Um, that was not who we should have had pairing up against uh, Vinicius. I really think that we could have put Ake there. I think that could have been a good try because he has a lot of recovery speed. And I know I'm totally going back on that. I said that a few weeks ago that his recovery speed was shit. He proved me wrong over the last three matches, and he I feel like he would have been the better guy there, even though he is more predominantly a left center back he I feel like he would have definitely been able to keep him at bay at best well and it it, it is also it kind of begs the question like i mean first of all, John Stones is out. That's right. like, we don't know how bad that is. He hit the look on his face was true. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm worried. Luckily it is late enough in the season to where he could actually get a full, if, if it's like a really bad thing, uh-huh. he could have a full recovery before the start of next season. But like, and we wouldn't have, we wouldn't miss him that much kind of thing. Um, but like it, that's, that's a player to miss. And it is a player if, to miss. And you also and he was playing think- well at right back too. He was. And he has the last couple of times that he, he has been mm-hmm. put in that slot. Um, but like kind of going forward, my my question here is is like with with this particular situation where we are now down one of our our best center backs playing at the right back position, who who is the player that we need to bring up to kind of fill the void at least until the end of the season? I mean, unless we're just talking about switching shit around, um, which I don't necessarily think is a need. At least we could, like, you know, do like a mid-match sub or something like that. Right. This but, is in high preparation. That Stonesy is just—he's not going to be good for the next three or four weeks. Oh, I'm saying he's—he might be gone for a longer than that. Longer than um, that yeah. Yeah, the way he looked. Um, what one of my main concerns before I get too far into that also mm. is we, I mean, we're kind of still just hoping that Kyle Walker is available. Um, I haven't heard yeah. anything definitive as to like yeah. how his training or anything, but uh, yeah, into that. Um, I, I would really like to see him come in and like uh, actually get yes. some minutes at center back. Yes. Uh, you know, like we, we have some options to, that we could move some things around that way. I, I mean, I would just like to see some of our youth, 
get some minutes here in some of these matches, especially if we or or in the case that say like, um, you know, it's the 60th minute and we're at four nil or something like that. Right. Go ahead and put those fucking kids in like whatever. Like, yeah, let know. them have a fuck about. And, you yeah. know, um, yeah, I, I that's who I would. And I've said it in a couple of episodes past. That's who I want to see come up. Um, he has really good size. He reminds me of a bit of a, a like a Ruben Diaz just because of his size, because of the way he can, you know, get back. Um, and that's what I've just seen in him in training. Um, the, the, yeah. the backtracking aspect is that's like, yeah, that it, yeah, he, he has, it, it almost what, like, it's almost like watching him imitate Ruben Diaz style right. of play. Right. Um, which for a player at his age, I mean, granted Ruben Diaz is much older, but um, you know, right. Well, but even to be studying underneath of him, yeah. Even when you think about studying underneath of him, I mean, we it still has to be said that Ruben Diaz is kind of like a young, like, like young player. You know, um, he is like, relatively. I mean, what's yeah. he twenty six, twenty seven now? He's like twenty three, twenty four, twenty four. Okay. Now you will be twenty five. Even still, I mean, that's yeah. You're you're at that age. Most players are just pushing the start of their prime. So we we got some good time with that guy. Um, yeah. but All just that worry to, about finding a fucking Benson Company substitute or like somebody who could fill those shoes. And cheers, Diaz. Exactly. Let's talk about those two goals back to. I mean, we were just talking about the the Vinicius goal. Foden, right before then, had a nice little uh, nice little knock in. We needed that yeah. right then. We honestly we, needed that. Well, and, you know, it, it, we can beat the horse until it's, like, dead, dead, dead. But, like, the truth is, there were so many fucking chances that we just did not put away. Yes. And... Uh, one, it, one particular, like, the Mares, uh Mares was... That, that was wide open. And he dinked it. And then it came back. And then it was... Uh, who, who, who got the recovery? Was it Kevin? And he knocked it. No, no, no. It was Phil knocked it. Kevin. Then they squashed it. Right. But yeah, there was plenty of chances that were just like that throughout the match. And that this should have been realistically, this should have been a seven-three match. A uh, minimum. Minimum. Um. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really think that. I mean, if the game had on, gone on longer, maybe another goal out of them. But maybe if if we if we had if we had scored. And so, like, you know, one of my friends from Manchester, he was like, like, that's what you get when you have, like, a true dedicated nine. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, it, it does kind of beg that question that, you know, well, obviously we're playing well enough with that one this season. So that mm-hmm. isn't exactly a fucking argument. Right. Um, but I think it's in these situations. It one. But in these situations, especially in cup ties, like, that – Erling Holland up front, that's a different fucking game. It is. And it has to be. Yeah. It has to be. I mean, Pep knows what he's buying when he gets Holland. So it's and, and also just, you know, just so we're clear and upfront on this, uh, we did see a picture of Mr. Holland in Monaco with Mina Riala. Uh, so there's potential that we might hear in the next couple of days, guys, that uh Erling Holland is coming to Man City. Um 
God, I will be I'm, fucking cheering from my goddamn roof when that happens. <laughs> all, all of Virginia will hear me. <laughs> Buying a new shirt the next day. Yep. Um, I'm just watching the, the highlights again. And that that first goal for from Kevin, like how often do you see Kevin head a fucking ball for one? Not, not like a rocket <laughs> ship like that, man. He came in like he was Superman, like one of uh well let let's talk about let's also talk about the Benzema penalty kick that penalty should have fucking happened that was a lousy 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 call i mean like you know as i understand the rules um if it comes off of your body or your head or whatever into your arm that should not be a penalty it's incidental I do understand the argument that his arm was Wait, like, what the fuck? Right. Um, but like, I feel like we've had penalty, like shit that should have been handball penalties for us called again, like taken away from us because of mm-hmm. that same shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, being, uh, on the br- being on the brunt of it and then having it happen to us. It, yeah, if, it's... if it's going to happen anywhere, it's going to happen in the champions league. So of course, whatever. Of course. Um, I mean, fuck. Champions League semifinal has been. We've we've had some rough times with that shit. Clearly, like, because let's re- let's recap before the match happened. Big old boo for Champions League. Big old. Boo. Well, we all know why. We I'm all just know saying, why. From from my <laughs> fucking armchair, you'll hear me booing UEFA. Fuck them. Um, but yeah, it's if it the day that we lift that trophy. It's coming, man. It's coming. See, okay, I There's just hope. watched the clip again for uh, where Riyadh had that chance, and then like we were talking about that, how he ended up actually going for the tight angle near post shot mm-hmm. instead of trying, and he did have like a clear lane for that pass. Clear. It just had to be timed just Perfectly. right. But know. that's what I was saying to you in those text messages, man. It, if you if you look at the speed of that center back coming coming back on that. There was a lane. There was a lane. There absolutely was. But I do not think that the ball would have made made it through on that pass, period. And there's another one, you know, uh, Kevin getting Phil off to the side, Phil streaking streaking down, and it's just him Uh one-on-one and tries to cut across and is a foot wide. Like, I mean, that happens, but that – I feel like we had like three different shots like that. We did. Like you know what? I, I can't. I can't say that that doesn't really come from. We've been out on the court, on on the on the field, whatever it may be. Both you and I know this feeling when you're in the process of a game and shit's moving fast. You got to be there. Sometimes the fucking it doesn't always line up. So we kind of have to give them credit there for even just making the attempts that they did. Because at the end of the match, um, if we're looking at the attempts to. Uh, all right, so they had um, City had sixteen attempts, five on target, versus Real's eleven and five. But yeah, I mean, it, there has to there there the, the on target shots even still could have been even up a little bit more. Um, a couple of those off target shots could it could have went into that on targets, uh, but there's. Again, there's there, there, there's so many things that happen. The, the game speed tonight, period, was one of the fastest that I've seen in a while. That was honestly, like, no matter what happens, 
that was a hell of a fucking match to watch. It really like, was. Like even, you know, even though we should have done better, even though this and this and that, um, God, I mean, credit to Real and mm-hmm. just, I mean, that was just, that's the supporter's dream. Of, like if it was a one-off and we just came off over the four to three, I would be going nuts. Yeah. And by the way, City After Dark next week, I am praying that's what you get from me. Absolutely. But like, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. So just to kind of like finish up the match a little bit, um, what do you think going into the next match Pep's tactics need to be going into the Bernabeu? Well, first I'd say it depends on what players we have available. Mm. Um, We're hoping Cancelo and Walker will be back by then. Honestly, I actually like Grealish for this fixture. Yes. Uh, because, because of his holdup play, because of his ability, because like it felt like we were dispossessed a lot of times that we probably shouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. And he's better at controlling the ball than some of those situations were showing. Right. Um, I mean, obviously you're, you're talking about two of the best that can touch the ball and Riyad Mahrez and Phil Foden, but I just feel like adding his size, adding that, like, I just think that he would be a good one to, to put in there. Um, I, I, it also depends on what we see in the weekend with the premier league matches, but I mean, maybe he'll be starting 90 for that and they'll just mm-hmm. give these guys a rest. Although I don't really feel like that's Pep's style. Um, I feel like Pep is going to try and come out and throw at least one or two different attackers. I, I mean, we didn't see Gundogan. Like, no, that's that's an interesting thing to throw in the mix. I think I think the next line we will see will be probably Bernardo, Rodri, and Gundo. The way that they played, and then subbing Kev. Well, and if you look at the way that they played Kev tonight, he played a lot of false nine. He was here, there, every fucking where. Truly. truly. This whole match. I mean, he, like we were saying um, about Kinsella last match, he was all over the fucking pitch, everywhere. And Kev was doing the same thing. He saw in the third quarter of play moving on, he was playing in that false nine role a lot. Yeah. And which he needed yeah. to be, and he was the perfect person for that, especially if you're going to go opposite of Benzema. So I really felt that that was really cool what they did with that. Um, I really like seeing Kev play as the false nine. Just being in those attacking areas more than pl- like playing up to him. I like, right. I like when he's in that um, because he, again, he's another one who can control the ball really well in tight spaces. So you get like four guys clattering in on him. Well, he can sit there and position around with the ball and come out with it. And then there's somebody open. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's uh, right there where Zinchenko got fucking taken out. And I'm, I was screaming at the TV, what the fuck? Like, where's the fucking foul? And, he's, right. you know, just he's given he's given it to play on. And Bernardo. Like, I want to send a huge shout out to Zinchenko because he had a great match tonight. Cheers. I that's that's where I was leading is that was. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. He played really, I mean, you know, he's every single time he gets like a little bit of these, like, you know, matches in a row kind of thing where he's getting some minutes in a row. You will see Zinchenko come out and just be like an incredible fucking player. Yeah. Oh, right there. Riyadh had the real tight angle and missed the, I mean, it was a really tight angle to be fair, but getting That's in the said. fifth minute. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> but still, oh, it, he actually, it looked like the ball the rotation of the ball spun it out. If he had had a little more straight, it, it would have. It would. And he, yeah. When you see it from that angle from a post, 
you see where it kind of starts curving out when it could have yeah. that ball kind of just moved just a little bit to the right. It was going in. Um, one of the things that we were p- talking about was shutting down Modric, and I think that we did see like a pretty quiet Modric out of that match. We did. Um, I mean, Danny Cabello's got put in. Kolz was all over the place too. Like he he definitely was trying to make a difference for their midfield. He was playing a little rough. <laughs> I mean, he was one that I was kind of surprised to see start. Like, I get that he's tried and true, but when you have a midfield like we do, like, I don't, I don't know. He's, I wouldn't have he's, put him in. No. I wouldn't have put him in. Oh, you know, and, and with, with the penalty, having, oh God, I mean, you're four to two down. It's pretty fucking ballsy and a way match to chip, chip the keeper on your fucking penalty. Um, I mean, it worked out for him, but fuck if I really like as that it was happening. Oh, yeah. I stand the fuck up and swat the shit out of his bitch ass. He, I mean, but Zimma definitely did like he faked him the fuck out though. Like I thought he was yeah. toned in for the powerhouse kick. Like I was like, well, he's just gonna fucking dink this one in there, and, and then he fucking just that, that was that was a bit demoralizing. Cheeky fucking move. Cheeky move. So, yeah, guys, overall, this was a pretty awesome match. Um, really looking forward to next week's um, and going to the Burnham Battle and hopefully being able to say we're going to the finals. Um, but we do have our next match coming up this weekend, uh, which we will touch on in our flagship show, Three Points in a Pie podcast, um, against Leeds. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this match simply and only because – Jesse fucking Marsh. I would love to see. I, I I would love to see his style of play against Pep Guardiola's. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting. I think it's going to show a lot for Leeds. Right now, they're, they're the last match. They didn't do so hot. Um, that was a, I believe that was a a draw. If they if they try to spread out on us and like come at us, I think that we're going to tear them. Just apart. destroy them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they might get a goal, dice dice. maybe two, um, but I really don't even think that'll happen, especially with Diaz back fit. Like, I feel like our back line now is just a different level. Do you um, think this is a match that we sit Ederson and bring back in Zach and kind of maybe um, not so much of a, as a sympathy spot, but more as like, hey, man, this is a team that we feel pretty confident against. Let's put you in. Let's give Ederson a rest. We got a big, big match coming up. I, I mean, I in in the yeah, like uplifting Zach Steffen kind of way. I would love to see that, but as far I mean, the the Premier League race is too close. We got to play every fucking gun we have, right? Um, and not and not having Kyle Walker, not having Cancelo potentially for that match is going to. I'm not scared of their wingers. I'm not scared, but anything. Well, Cancelo will be back. Um, he just had oh, that's right. He was on suspension. Yeah. That's right. He was just on for suspension. Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was actually just reading something um, with like a kinesiologist or whatever he is saying that basically, like he's definitely. I mean, not, they, he was calling before today's match. He's like, he's definitely not going to feature in that match. I would be surprised if he features at all against Real Madrid. So. That's something to think about, um, and especially God with John Stones. Uh, 
see how things go. Well, if anything, this to me kind of shows the workload that goes on to these guys. Um, especially with specific suspensions. Uh, when Walker was out uh, during the round of 16. Um, that stupid-ass red card. That stupid, stupid fucking red card. Um, and now, you know, he's back out again. But now because of injury, we didn't have Consuelo for a match because of suspension. We're going to be, I mean, Zinchenko will be back in form by next week. Um, because I really don't think that he'll end up playing. He may um, in the Leeds match, but I think he would probably be a second-half swap, if anything, with somebody. Uh, I think this is probably, again, this is probably the game or the match that you we might see some of the younger, player, uh, younger players come up, and Bete would definitely be welcomed for this match, I believe. It would be, it would be interesting. I mean, uh, if, he, if he does come on, it'll be a late sub. Right. But I, w- I would like to see those minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because, I mean, there were some players that, like, didn't start for Real and stuff like And they, obviously, at the end, they were just dumping everything in there. Right. Um, but I wonder, you know, when we go there, when we're in Madrid, if, if we see those guys starting, too. Because I think that, like, knowing Ancelotti – this match wasn't his concern so much. If he can keep within one goal, which they did, uh, I think that was kind of the main goal. Um, mm-hmm. And then come home and try to win on aggregate. Yeah. But Probably. yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a stressful week for me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> then after that, it's just another fucking couple weeks to be stressed again until well i guess like a month yeah, or so. f- yeah we have like a month and a week left of league matches so yeah and until the final when is the final why is it not just popping right this? uh 25th no that's 28th um 28th so yeah be like three weeks yeah but hopefully we're there Hopefully we have that to talk about. Hopefully we get to come on and ring all you guys' ears about this. So, um, and not just cry into our microphones. Right. <laughs> Listen, if you hear a bunch of ruckus, it might be because I threw mine. <laughs> Took like, it uh, off the stand. We're just going to across the room. <laughs> continue this episode as Kyle talking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a great match. Could have ended better. Still. Loads of fun to watch. Uh, tomorrow, another big fucking match. I think we are all leaning towards Liverpool winning, but hey, who knows? Mm-hmm. Any given fucking Tuesday or Wednesday. <laughs> Go Villarreal. Do it. Just do, do it. it. Fuck them up. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of City After Dark. We will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.